It's not what you did, son, that angers me so. It's who you did it to. Who? The fucking nobody? That fucking nobody is John Wick. All right, folks, here we go. Starting Strength Seminars. Next one up, August 11th through the 13th, then October 13th through the 15th, and finally the last one for the year, December 8th through the 10th. For training camps on the list, we still have spots available for our new workshop for personal trainers. This is happening on June 25th in Plano at Starting Strength Plano. Rip's going to come down for that. This camp is geared towards folks in the personal training industry that want to learn more about the Starting Strength method, principles, how we coach the lifts, and the participants will be able to coach each other through the Starting Strength deadlift teaching progression. Personal trainers with an active certification are eligible for a discount, so check out the site for details. Self-Sufficient Lifter Camp, that's going on September 23rd in Omaha, Nebraska at Testify Strength and Conditioning. Then we have a Press and Bench Press Camp also on September 23rd in Long Island. Deadlift and Power Clean Camp's going on, one June 24th in Tel Aviv, Israel, and another on July 15th on Long Island. And then the following camps are spots still available for Squat and Deadlift Camps. At the time of this recording, June 17th, Cincinnati, Ohio at Starting Strength Cincinnati. June 18th in Singapore at Hygieia Strength. June 24th in Phoenix, Arizona at Weights and Plates, and July 15th in Indianapolis at Starting Strength Indianapolis. And then finally, some three-lift camps on the list with spots still available. July 22nd in Brussels, Belgium at Brussels Barbell. And then we have two going on in Canada, July 29th and July 30th, and those are both in Vancouver. So check out the website for details. Then as I've said before, we're still looking for some competent franchise owners. We have some cities targeted. Here's the top five cities that we're looking at to put a Starting Strength Gym franchise. Arlington, Virginia in the D.C. metro area, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Jacksonville, Florida, and Kansas City, Missouri. Check out the startingstrengthgyms.com website. Click on the Own a Gym tab to find out more information on that. And as usual, we're still looking for more talent to fill these Starting Strength Gyms with coaches. So head over to that same site and check out the Coaching tab to see what the requirements are for that. And as usual, for more information, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, Starting Strength Radio. Hey, boys and girls, welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. This week, we are talking to you on the phone. This is what we call a call-in Q&A, and we have so much fun with these. We like talking to the folks. We get stupid questions occasionally, but, you know, really, that hasn't been a problem. We've gotten good questions. You know, we never get any crank calls. Because, you you know, at, at least not that you see, because we dump your ass if we, this is pre-recorded, and there's no point in, in trying to fuck with us like that, because we're better at fucking with you than you are with us, so it's not been a problem, right? So we'll take some calls here in just a minute, but first, we've got a couple of, couple of things we're going to do first. First thing is, we're going to do our regular weekly uh, installment of um, what we lovingly refer to as 
comments, comments from, from the, the heaters. heaters. Right? That's right. So heaters is kind of two syllables, right? It is, yeah. Haters. How is press two syllables? Ask Rusty. That's his deal, man. Press. 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 So, do you hear it now? No. <laughs> he if thinks you're you adding don't a, hear it at all, Rusty, you idiot. It's <laughs> press. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that the P and the R constitutes a diphthong or no, something no, no, like no, that? No, no, no. When you say it in normal, normal without thinking about it. Press. Pressa, there's a pressa. Uh, there's a there's a it, now now, that, now I'm being exact. I'm exaggerating. There's it. no press. Pressa, press. press. So there's a vowel on the end. When I say press, there's a vowel on the end of it. Uh, yeah. Press, pressa, pressa, pressa. No. Did I do it then? No, that doesn't happen. Because he's thinking about it too much. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck. <laughs> That's so stupid. All right. Haters. Not rusty, but haters. All right. This is a good one here. You are a 1990s middle-aged... No. You're a 1990s middle school gym instructor who has been misplaced, who has been misplaced in time and space. This is your story. This is in reference to quit putting your plates on the oh, bar perfect. the wrong way. Good. Fantastic. That wasn't even very good, really. All right. All right. Here's one. Here is a uh, uh, stay in your lane comment. You ready? Ready. It works best when sports people stick with sports advice and not get into free speech, politics, and masks. Mm. Does it? Would you? Would you it even works better for this idiot. Yeah. Maybe, would you even but, consider yourself a sports person? No. No. I don't watch sports. Oh, yeah. I don't like sports. I don't, I don't play sports. I'm not interested in sports. Nick, do you watch sports? Uh, do you watch sport? Nope. Sport. I'll watch rugby like they do if I Europe. come across it. Rugby's fun. Sport. Ru rugby's cool. I'll watch rugby. It's, it's Saturday afternoon. Let's watch sport. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's partake in some sport. Let's beat let's our wives sport. if they interrupt the game. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get irrationally angry because my team. Because my team. Because we are losing. Or the, be losing, or the right? best thing. I used to, this used to happen all the time is employees fight each other. Yeah. Over what the fuck over, the Cardinals versus yeah somebody said Cardinals something about another team the Cowboys or whatever oh shit it all, and they get in a, in a fist fight yeah. and lose their jobs <laughs> Los Angeles oh, Angels shit. versus the Green Bay Packers or whatever it's fucking awesome I, it always blows my mind yeah, people I mean, refer to it as we like I'm a part of the team yeah. we I get on the field and we play with them we we <laughs> desperate. Need of a fucking identity of yeah. some sort, you know. Sport people. God. It's fucking All right. All right. kids better not try Here's to talk to me. Somebody that day. says learning to deadlift, starting strength method. So there's three of them in a row about this. Learn to deadlift, starting strength method. Who did that video? We did. Like recently or no. It's an older video. Twenty twenty one. Is right. that the this, real polished one? This yeah. genius says this is more of a stiff-legged deadlift than a traditional deadlift. I don't think the people who made the video know the difference. <laughs> no. We don't. <laughs> no. Yeah. She's wearing shoes for squats. 
and not for deadlifts. This is Colossus of Rhodes says this. She needs a flat sole dot SMH. Shaking Shake my head. head. Shake my head. Is that what that means? Yeah. Shaking my head. Yeah. And she needs you flat want soles. to talk about basics. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. And just one thing, why a man is not presenting the workout. <laughs> oh, it's because the guy's name commenting is Khaled oh. Anajar. Makes sense. He's a sexist rag. He doesn't know that they can drive. Sexist rag. <laughs> she needs she should be covered at all times. Covered at all times, head to toe. Do they want you to see their eyes or not? I don't You're know. not allowed to look at them in the eyes, I don't think. Don't You're not allowed to look at them in the eyes. Yeah, I don't think so. But if they look back at you, then, then they get beat. Stone that them. drives yeah, you stone men them. to sexual craziness, mm -hmm. and then we rape the female. But it's their fault. But it's their fault. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, that's the thing that's I like most about Islam. Can you believe there are feminists who, like, support this? Like, support? Yeah, I've talked to feminist Muslims, <laughs> Muslims before it's wild interesting people yeah all right you guys are out of touch <laughs> <laughs> strength training has been a staple of the medical community's advice to patients for many years mm. except that the medical community doesn't know what it is right right by the way big burly guys die of bacterial pneumonia too unless they get antibiotics Fascinating. That I imply that big burly guys don't die of bacterial. Pneumonia. Well, that skinny old guys that get pneumonia die. <clears throat> oh, that's what this. Yeah, yeah strong people are healthier to. than runners. Right. That's what this was from. Old skinny runners get bacterial pneumonia. It doesn't take as long to kill them. Right. You know. Three or four hours. Maybe. <laughs> Stick to what you know. <laughs> Before you end up killing someone who believes your nonsense about what will keep you from dying of pneumonia. All those people that died because they got stronger. Yeah. And bigger. Well, it happens every day. Yeah. You know, all the... Well, you see, in hospitals every day, big muscular guys... <laughs> lining the hallways. And, and I, the ICUs during COVID. Falling over dead. ICUs during COVID. All ICUs. weightlifters. Did. Weightlifters, all the weightlifters died. Right. Yeah, we're sure. the only three weightlifters left <laughs> in the Gulf Hall. Did you know that? I was wondering why the I mean, gym look was so empty. You. <laughs> <laughs> look around you. Uh, I don't huh? see any in here. <laughs> There's no more. Right. All right. <laughs> it's so exciting to talk to the haters. It wore me oh, out, too. I forgot too. my caffeine. That's what I'm yawning. Oh, for. that's Shit. the problem. All right. At any rate, that concludes this week's um, presentation of <laughs> comments, comments from, from the heaters. Excellent. What's haters next, is, guys? Haters is three syllables. Eight haters. Uh, haters. Uh, uh, that for sure is three haters, syllables. Uh, yeah. That's three syllables. That's the yeah. announcer speak, though, right? Press is. If you think press is two syllables you're just don't look at me it's I, not me press 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 so you're saying if you finish 
finish the word with the sibilant, Pris. That's a, that counts the internet a said it. The internet said it. The Let's get that straight. Is bullshit. The internet said it. You, you keep bringing it up. Not you. You. I, oh, I keep bringing <laughs> up what I say. The internet didn't say shit. They were the first ones that said this. It was the AI that said it. <laughs> you realize that's going to be a problem here. Oh, the AI. Oh, I've been watching a. I've been going down the rabbit hole on YouTube videos I'm about it. You, man, this. So. This is, a fucked up this is what a lot of um, scientists are thinking about doing right now. Get technology, when technology gets to the point where we can put it all in a spacecraft, shoot AI to other planets. That'll be the only way that we can make contact with other planets. Shoot What's that AI to other killing planets. Us. Mm-hmm. And then the AI gets to another planet and takes over. That's assuming that. <laughs> it doesn't take Let's over. Let's say here. You, you, AI, shoot the AI to Venus. Mm-hmm. And the Venus then is terraformed by the AI and AI builds a civilization and attacks Earth and destroys us. That's actually a great concept for a That's science a hell, movie. hell of a movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a great concept. Yeah. I think everybody should just hit the pause button and And it only takes about watch, a year and a half. Well, yeah, and you got to watch Terminator. Yeah. There was a um, Terminator a, 2 especially. There was a group of scientists who got together and wrote a very long paper and signed it to have all AI projects um, halted because no. we don't know the power of it yet. Well, and we we won't till we turn it on. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. that um, Remember the movie. You don't remember this, of course, because it was long, long, long years ago. 50 years ago called Colossus Colossus, no. the Forbidden Project, mm. and that's what was that was the premise of the movie is that we had developed a supercomputer, mm-hmm. and the Soviets had developed a supercomputer, mm-hmm. and the two supercomputers teamed up, <laughs> and everybody was fucked. Yeah. There's never been one movie about AI that's been good for people. Like, I think, uh, no, it never I, turns out well. I think Andy Jacobson's book that's coming out next is on uh, is on automated uh, drones, AI AI drones. It's like, here's a dude, go kill him. Well, I'll tell and, you, and you know, figure it out. She figure out how stupid, to do it. You know, she's not stupid, and he's not stupid. Don't you see if we can talk to her on the podcast? That'd be real cool. We're big fans. She's she's an interesting gal. She damn sure is. All right, we got a we got uh, we got our next guest lined up. No, what I can get him lined up. Let's see if this works. Let's go ahead. It's going to be a... make sure he answers before I talk about what we're going to do. Here. <laughs> we are ringing. Hello. There he is. There he is. All right, so with the advent of uh, Mr. Gillenwater picking up the phone, we're going to do a special presentation for you today of Ask a Jew. All right. All right, so Ray, thank you for joining us today. Now, let's, let's once again, let's establish your bona fides here. You are a Jew, right? I am, in fact, Jew. My mother is Jewish. Um, according to Jewish law, that makes me Jewish. That makes you I Jewish. Ethically Jewish. Just because yep, your father's okay. Jewish doesn't make shit. You're not in the club. My apologies. Not in the club, man. Mom has to be a Jew. It's a matriarchal 
dissension, I suppose. What would you call that? Mm-hmm. Matriarchal. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um. Uh, uh, well, your mom has to be a Jew. Right? <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, Ray's mom's a Jew, and uh, and we were curious about something. Matrilineal. And, uh, matrilineal. Thanks to the yeah. comments. Right. Someone's helping us out. Okay, good. Uh <laughs> I'm glad we're all wired in. It's probably AI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joel Walmsley, the AI. Joel Walmsley. Is that a Jew name, Walmsley? That's not Jew name. Well, let's ask the Jew. Is Walmsley a Jewish name? I'd have to see it spelled, but I don't know off the top of my head. All right. Well, it's a very Jewish answer. That's a Jewish answer. <laughs> Non-committal yeah, when, it suits him. <laughs> when it suits him. When it suits him, All right, so uh, here's here's the question we've decided we're going to ask you today, right? What is uh, what is the deal with it? this? Is a clothing question. All right, you guys seem to have um, an article of clothing that is worn underneath a jacket or something, where little pieces of like cotton string are hanging down. Uh, to the sides, sometimes in the front, you know, kind of swinging in the wind. Uh, what What is this garment, and why can't you just trim those little strings off of it? <laughs> That's what we do when shit dangles well, uh, off our clothes, right? Just yeah. trim it off. Unless you're a chick with pants that are you know, fashionably got holes and shit in them. So. Yeah, well, contrary to popular belief, the Mormons are not the only people that have uh, magic undergarments. The Jews do too. Wow! So, um, wow! Uh, in Jewish in Jewish law, you are required to wear tippit or uh, depending on on uh, what type of a Jew you are. The say the that again. Ending t is that if they're called tippit or tippit, depending on tippit, it's like T Z I. T-Z-I-T. Seat, seat. Seat, seat. Okay, I see. T-Z-I, seat, seat. Yeah. Right. Like the flies in Africa. And my, right? Yeah, my, my family, uh, the type of Jew that I am, we refer to him as Sitsis, because we, the hard T at the end, we pronounce it as an S, so let's call him Sitsis for the purposes of this conversation. Um, there are 613 laws, or halakhas, in uh, in Judaism, and the Tzitzit, represent the 613 laws or mitzvot, mitzvot or wow. good deeds. That sounds like and, the, uh, that sounds like the U.S. The, tax code. It's complicated. Is that where that came <laughs> from? Really I, I mean, that might be an anti-Semitic question, but probably. Why would it be anti-Semitic? You're the foundation, of the, the most it's Byzantine collection of shit on the surface <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Just attaching anything Jewish to taxes and finances and it's semitic so it's right. about you know. Got it. Ah. Uh, um, but is yeah. it wrong? So 600, <laughs> yeah. Six hundred thirteen laws, wearing the tithes, there are specific rules on how the knots are tied. Um, there are specific rules on what type of material can be used. For example, you cannot combine linen and wool in Jewish law. Right. Um, and one thing is for That's sure clearly wrong. That's considered arrogant. 
Lindsay Woolsey uh, is, women, is not kosher, right? Lyndon, Lyndon Wool, not kosher, correct. Hmm. Here's my question. What happens when you break these rules? So, the, obviously an explosion. <laughs> like, what, what, what's the recourse? It's a question you ask, and I had a similar question when I was a kid, and no one was able to answer those type of questions for me unequivocally. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of left the religion. Um, and I, I asked your buddy Gilead from the forum, yeah. Rip, the same thing. He's a Hasidic Jew in Israel. And I asked him, like, so, you know, the Jews are great at defining these laws, and we can we equivocate all day, and we go back and forth in the details of the laws and how many knots in the strings and what type of material and all this shit. But why? Yeah. Why are we doing and, uh, you know, how do we know this is correct? And, and, and Gilead's like, well, never really put much thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's pretty just, pure, just, man. Because just because Christianity yeah. just relies on just pure fear. Yeah. Like, oh, you're, yeah, you're yeah. going to hell, right? Yeah. So, you sure. know, right. I think that there's something to say about just doing it because we decided we're going to do it. Well, one of these days, next time we ask a Jew, we're going to have to ask about hell. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it now because I don't think I want to know right now. <laughs> but Jewish hell, Jewish hell. it sounds bad. It's Jewish hell, it's like a bunch of Italians. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's an Italian restaurant <laughs> with no beef on the menu, cheese everywhere, cheese everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Cheese and meat all combined. <laughs> yeah, just cheeseburgers, <laughs> nothing cheese but cheeseburgers. Burgers. Right. <laughs> do, you, do you guys know how far that? Like when I when I was a kid, my friends' houses they had separate dishes and separate cupboards for plates that had milk and plates that had meat. And if you have meat, you got to wait four hours before you can have any milk. It's not just you can't have a cheeseburger. You got to you got to cleanse your palate completely. It, I mean, there's a lot to this stuff, guys. So we just spend our time in the details, and we never take our heads up and go like. Why? Why are we doing all this? Why? <laughs> that was the thing that got me. Why is irrelevant? What is what we're concerned with? Well, okay. Yep. That's fine. All right. all right. Well, I appreciate uh, your time, Ray. Thank you for clearing all that up for us. <laughs> and uh, uh, we will maybe talk to you again here on Ask a Jew. All right, fellas. See ya. All right. All right, man. So <clears throat> it's pretty good. Man, I, we're just bringing information to to the masses. Well, man. I've I've asked people don't know this shit. I've asked our friend Zach uh, Milinchik. You'll mm-hmm. re, you'll recognize Zach him. The Jew, Zach right. the Jew. Uh, he's actually fact checking Ray here as we go. It's five to six hours until meet. Five to six, not four. Yeah, not four. Yeah. Five to six. Yep. I wonder what the latitude. What causes the difference between five and six? Five to six. Maybe we'll have to get Zach. We'll have to, I mean, yeah, that could be a verification. You know, it could be important. Yep. You wouldn't want to make an error like that. Right. <laughs> because it's like going because, into the, uh, because, well, no, it's like you remember when you went swimming and oh, you got yeah. out to eat lunch, you had to wait an hour. Right. Or you would die. You were sitting there looking at your watch. Yeah. One minute. <laughs> 
my family told us literally that you'd die. <laughs> they did? You would have a cramp and die. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's, and die. that's what all the... There's cramps always kill yeah, they yeah. kill you, right? Because then you can't swim in the water, I guess. You, cramps. Did you ever yeah. do any like uh, um, swim training uh, as a child? Yeah, yeah. How, how they would teach you to hold your breath, reach under, and massage... <laughs> To get the cramp out, to get, no. you know, got to massage I a leg. I was never taught that. No, I wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> I was never. There were posters that. in the um, where that's I some advanced have swim. acceptance. Yeah, <laughs> that's they were actually trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah. that's what they were if you got a cramp, you just stay where you are, hold your breath, and massage the cramp out. Because <laughs> that always works. Yeah, yeah right. Do you want to take some calls today? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we said we're going to. I so. guess we can. The phone number Might as well. All right, folks. Time for your calls here on uh, Starting Strength Radio. We're going to take calls now from the callers. The phone if number. If you're not a caller, we're not going to take your call. Just so you'll know. I'm going to give the phone number here, Rip. If you'll phone stop number is one eight five five four nine zero eight five five four nine zero zero one two five zero one two five. The lines are open. All right, here we go. Hello. Is this Kyle? You're on. This is this person's too confused. Yeah, to he's, like, oh, he's he's obviously. I apologize. Is that a problem with the car? Oh, oh okay. All right, there Bluetooth you are. Bluetooth. Problems. Who's this, Kyle? It is Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. I have been called Kyle. Kyle. Probably Europeans called you Kyle, didn't they? Uh, all Mexicans, but you know. <laughs> Same thing. All right. So anyway, uh, what's going on, Kyle? You uh, you uh, went to the trouble of calling us today. Let's. Uh, I hope it wasn't in vain. You know. Me too. As they say. Uh, kind of a twofold. The kind what? of a twofold question. Twofold um, question. But, right. So a few years ago, uh, on my last deployment. I suffered a TBI. Right. And since then, uh, life TBI, define that for, general, the, for the folks. Uh, traumatic brain injury. Oh, traumatic brain injury. All right. How did that happen? So, uh, uh, just on a, on a deployment in Afghanistan, had several blasts that kind of rocked me. Right. So it was an explosion related situation concussion right. bleeding the whole thing uh didn't have any bleeding that i know of uh it was pretty austere we didn't have any opportunity for imaging or anything right um but, but it, it knocked you uh, out and you were out for a while and then you regained consciousness and the the theory was there was no bleed did they later verify that No, um, I honestly, I didn't even really put two and two together until all the symptoms started piling up mm -hmm. and it had been a couple months down the road and I talked to other people that had dealt with the same thing. Um, but my concern recently, I'm in, I'm in much better shape in general than I was then, but, um, still quality of life is pretty poor compared to what it should be. Well, what are you saying? And I've been hearing a lot of. Uh, currently, I, I think primarily just I'm, I'm I think hormonal disruption is an issue for me. Um, 
I recently had my testosterone tested, um, and it was like 300, and free was 10, is what I came back with. Um, I'm 33-year-old male, in pretty good shape, have my diet really well tuned in, um, I just, I feel like, I feel like crap, honestly, I'm tired all the time, um, well, uh, get emotional, stuff like that. Are you on TRT right now? No, I'm not. Well, why not? Isn't this rather obvious? Well, it's kind of, kind of one of the things I wanted to ask about being that I am only 33 years old, and of course, every health professional I talk to tries to discourage me from it. It doesn't make any difference how old you are. If your total test is 300, you need to quadruple your total test. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter why. All that matters is what. Have you heard of Have you heard of uh, Have you heard of of brain injuries? causing issues with with testosterone i've heard that I, 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 actually I ha- this weekend i heard it from actually two different people. i haven't but it's it's quite plausible because the the tropic hormones right uh secreted in the pituitary That's, control yeah. the the downstream secretion of the actual steroid hormones and yeah. and no it wouldn't shock me yeah i heard from two guys this weekend <clears throat> that i met that that uh, both had had <clears throat> both had been blown up had head injuries and uh, one of them was treated with Clomid, <clears throat> or Clovid, no, Clomid, Clomid, right? Um, yeah. And his, his testosterone tripled. Um, the other guy went on TRT, and uh, but young guys, you know, uh, traumatic brain injuries, and then trouble with, uh, with the hormones. Just completely well, here's the third guy, so yeah. apparently there's, there's something to that. I could certainly see the mechanism, though. Sure, yeah. You know, if you've been rattled around and stuff, it possibly that situation is that that part of your pituitary is is prone to damage right you know from from traumatic shock but the bottom line is man you got to get on testosterone if it's that low you have you you need to be on testosterone but it might be worth uh it's clomiphene i think is the name of the yeah is the name of the of the substance and uh it might be good to to uh, take some clomiphene as well as testosterone so that you're working on the thing from both sides right. of the issue so right. you're working on the the tropic hormones that that cause the secretion of it but if you go to a normal doctor if you go to a gp they're going to tell you not to be on no, you it can't, you, you can't, need to go to a hormone doctor you, you right. can't you cannot you need to go to a, a trt clinic is mm-hmm. what you need to do yeah because you know if you've already heard from somebody and I don't know if this is in the VA or whatever, that the fact that you're 33 means that you don't need testosterone. That's just stupid. The fact that your testosterone is 300 means that you need testosterone, and your age doesn't have anything to do with it. Why would it matter what your age is if you show up with low T? Why would it matter what your age is? You're just gonna. You're supposed to deal with low T till you get to the appropriate age for men to have low T, and then we'll make it higher. Right. When for twenty five or thirty years it should have been higher than it was, but you're too young. Mm -hmm. You know these people are not 
they're not very smart. And uh, yeah, if there's no one uh, local, good. Uh, I mean, you could you could call up Whit- Whitmer, Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic or uh, or Tier One. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll they'll help. You know, we we deal with two two uh, offices, and uh, we recommend them. Well, they're good people, and they'll they're very thorough, and they'll assess you completely, and then they'll uh, do whatever's necessary to get you back where you need to be. But you've uh, you you. Yeah, if you feel like shit uh, and you're 33, you don't need to wait till you're 53 to stop feeling like shit. Yep. Right? This is stupid. All right. So. Well, it's kind of my thought on it. Of course, every medical professional I talk to, you know how they are. I do know They're how they are. All about we, 50-year-old medicine. That's why we say these things about them because... Uh, look, if you haven't learned anything about the medical services industry in the past three years, you just haven't been paying any attention to what the hell's going on. Boys and girls, these people are not what you thought they were. They're not the the independent medical scientists that they like to portray themselves as being. They are the representatives of the, of the pharmaceutical industry. Now, that may sound harsh, and it certainly doesn't apply to all of them. Uh, yeah, at least until proven otherwise. But right? until proven mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah. the default assumption at this point has got to be that these people are the representatives of the pharmaceutical industry. They're not there to analyze. They're not there to reason. They're not there to even think clearly. They're there to hear your signs read off of their lab tests and then to prescribe something to you manufactured by the pharmaceutical industry. Now, as it happens, testosterone is off patent. So there's no money to be made with testosterone prescription. And that's one of the reasons. I, I, you would have, your brain would have to go in that direction, wouldn't it? Right. You know, if it's off, if it's off patent and there's no money to be made selling it, well, they're not going to encourage a doctor to write the thing, are they? Right. And, and, and a good example, ivermectin has been off patent for quite some time. Ivermectin fixes COVID-19 and lots of other stuff. But because there's no money to be made in it, they won't write it for you. Now, that's awful to say that, isn't it? But... Is there a better explanation for why you get this kickback from these idiots? Say, it's horse medication. Don't take it. You're not a horse. You're not a cow. Don't take ivermectin. You're not a horse or a cow. Think, people. <laughs> That's what was said. It's just, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I, I I hate to be the cynical, but goddamn, if you're not cynical, you don't know what's going on. You know. So I don't know what it, my advice to you, Kyle, would be to contact somebody that will write you some testosterone and try it and see what happens. The wonderful thing about testosterone is that it takes. About 72 hours is all. 
takes about 72 hours for you to tell the difference. It's immediate. And problem solved, if that's the case, all right? And it's fairly inexpensive. It's you know. cheap yeah. relative to <laughs> everything. Well, relative to remdesivir. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, the the, the VA is not going to help you, but if you go get it on your own, you're yeah, looking at... Yeah, the VA is not, you know... You're looking you at 150 to, bucks a month, probably. You need to try to forget that you were ever in the fucking service of the government of the United States, because that's, 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 yeah, not, that's I haven't, not a good deal. Yeah, I haven't been to the VA in a while. Yeah. I would... But I also uh, haven't been able to find anybody in my area either, and that's been one of my uh, struggles. I don't think you need to worry about finding somebody in your area. Yeah, call up Whitmer mm-hmm. Rejuvenation. Just get clinic. online and get this done. Yep. All right. There, you don't have yep. to be in the area. Yep. All right. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Well, I appreciate that. Sure. Moving right along. Moving right along, as they say. Now, moving forward. Hello. 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 Hey, there we go. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's Tom calling from Croatia. How's it going? From Croatia? He sounds Croatian. You don't sound yes, Croatian. You must be an expat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here for about two months. You're for another two months? Yeah. Well, what do the women in Croatia look like? <laughs> <laughs> they are very beautiful. Hot, huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, have you ever been to Albania? What do they look like in Albania? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've not been to Albania. You haven't been to Albania. Okay. He well, doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. He can't be. He can't be trusted. That's a. It was a shitty question anyway. <laughs> All right. So what's going on, Tom? Um. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've, you've heard many versions of this question um, before, but it's something I'm having a lot of trouble with. Um, right. I've been training for two and a half years, right. and I have uh, persistent trouble with back tweaks when right. I like approach certain weights on the squat and deadlift. Right. Um, it's usually around 350 plus pounds on the squat and 400 mm-hmm. plus pounds on the, on the deadlift. Right. And it's incredibly frustrating because every time it happens, it, it's pretty bad and i have to start over with the linear oh progression. i know all about it i know all about it i don't think you need to start over with linear progression but i do know all about back pain now let me ask you a couple of questions i mean not like start over from zero but like no you know, no i know but back. backing up considerable amount it's yeah. like, i have uh yeah. it's been my experience yeah. that i have i have tweaked my back several times and like i tweaked my back but it's you know it's i've got a squat today so i get out there and i i put my belt on real tight and i squat and i can squat without any pain as long as i don't move wrong i can squat without any pain so i don't know that necessarily tweaking your back is uh is counter indicative of your ability to train that day i don't think that's necessarily the case i understand why you would assume that but i would encourage you to test that i mean test that theory all right now it's sometimes kind of indicative like getting out of bed man yeah i understand i look I, i've been there yeah okay i know you hadn't hurt your back as bad as i have i promise you you've not hurt your back as bad as me now here's a question 
are you doing sit-ups or back extensions? No. No. Good. Don't, because that will do it. I mean, I, 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 I train with an online coach, and I, I just do the squat, deadlift, bench, press, and then right. I think get heavier, some assistant stuff. And Have you noticed a breakdown in your technique before you tweak your back? No, not necessarily. Are no, you wearing I, I a belt? Send videos to to the online. Yes, sir. I am. Wearing a belt. Is it a three inch belt or a four inch belt? It's a three inch Dominion strength belt. Well, you're doing all of the fucking right shit. You know, you're checking all the boxes. Uh, and how old are you? Uh, thirty-eight, six right. foot two, two thirty-five pounds. Six foot two, two thirty-five. Stand to gain some body weight at six two. What's your waist size? I don't know. I haven't measured that in a while. When was the last time you bought pants? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just reordered the same stuff, man. I don't know. Well, all right. Here's the the reason I'm curious about this is that a guy at six two, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's big and strong, will have a forty inch waist. You know, and that I would say it's over forty inch. That would yeah. that would indicate enough muscle mass to stabilize the spine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. The only thing I can tell you is that um, I used to have back tweaks all of the time. I'd have one every month, every two months, mm-hmm. you know, four, mm-hmm. five, six times a year. Mm-hmm. And when I stopped doing sit-ups and back extensions, I quit having back tweaks. Now, are you playing any other sports that wiggles your back around? No, no, no. I did like before for a long time before the pandemic, but like not in the past two years, two and a half, whatever. Right. However long this month is left. Well, shit. Wish I could help you, but there's just, you know, humans get back tweaks. The obvious right. stuff is, uh, yeah. is, as far yeah. as lifting is concerned, make sure you're not overextending your back. Sometimes people overextend their back <clears throat> when they're squatting, especially that that'll that'll fuck you up. Yeah. Um, as far as your day to day activity, if you're spending hours motionless in front of a screen, that'll fuck your back up. Um, mm-hmm. You got to you got to move. You got to get up and move a little bit. Um, like if your life consists mm-hmm. of sitting in front of a computer, getting up to go train, and then coming back and sitting in front of a computer. Um, your, your back's going to hurt, man. So if that sounds like you, um, just walk or some shit, move, move yourself around. Yeah. A little bit of movement's always <clears throat> good. Sound about right. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the biggest problem is that when you tweak your back, you're, you're moving your back in a, in a way that it doesn't like. So make sure when you're pulling and pressing and squatting that you have squeezed in a circle around your back. You start the squeeze with setting the back in position 
and then you add the abs on top of that so that the whole thing is motionless in a in essentially a cast made out of muscle and if you could stop wiggling your back around pay attention to when you're breathing when you're pressing don't breathe at the mm-hmm. top of the deadlift don't, don't breathe anytime really when you squat you breathe at the top between reps in the squat um but the anytime you exhale anytime you breathe that's a potential for for uh, relaxing the muscles that are actually responsible for keeping your back safe and other than that i i, I can't tell you much without watching you train and stuff there may be something obvious you're doing wrong but i can't see it from here so uh Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. have to learn to be still under the bar. Yes. Okay. All right. Well. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Uh, I have a quick kind of question. Yeah. You have time? Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of a totally theoretical question, more for fun than practicality. But um, quick quick question is uh, is is there like a relationship between like neuromuscular efficiency and how much uh, like muscle bulk people gain like if neuromuscular efficiency is higher can people lift the same amount of weight with less muscle people with high levels of neuromuscular efficiency are identified by the standing vertical jump so mm-hmm. kid comes into your gym and uh, he's an average kid and the first day he squats 115 for three sets of five and he's got an average vertical jump, 22, 20, maybe 18. Maybe he's he's real average in terms of neuromuscular efficiency. Different kid comes into the gym. He's an athlete, but he's never trained before. And he's got a 36-inch vertical jump. That kid, the first day, is going to squat 275. And the reason is that neuromuscular efficiency means that he is able to call more muscle mass into contraction than the average kid is. That's what separates freak athletes from normal human beings like me and you. All right? A kid with a big vertical is contracting more of the cross-sectional area of his muscle bellies than you are. Okay? That was that's confusing because they so then the answer is yes you you you're stronger with less muscle mass so two guys with equivalent muscle mass the guy that's more neuromuscularly efficient is going to be stronger yes yeah so does that make sense even if he has less muscle mass he'll be yeah. stronger than the guy with more muscle mass right. who's not as efficient exactly all right now both of them are going to get stronger you can get the the strong kid up to a big squat faster than you can get the average kid, but you can get the average kid up to a 405 squat, and he's he's still not going to be explosive, but he's going to be real strong and he's going to have a lot of muscle mass. Now is he going to is he going to play D1 football? No, you know, but. 
you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, who gives a shit? You know, there's more average guys than there are freaks. So what should most people do? Most people should just get as strong as they can. You know, and the mechanism by which you get strong, if you're a guy with a 22-inch vertical, and the mechanism by which you get strong, if you're a guy with a 36-inch vertical, is exactly the same. Five pounds of workout. You accumulate the adaptation incrementally and progressively. Everybody does it the same way. There's no freak training program. There's no average guy training program. There is merely the stress recovery adaptation cycle. So that's the that's the bottom line. If you're if you're if you're very very efficient in a neuromuscular sense, you're going to start off stronger than a guy who's not. And I think that's your question. You're also going to have a potentially much higher level of strength than the guy with that is that, that, that with an average 22 inch vertical jump but the process that both yeah, of them use it. to max out their potential is the same okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right man thanks for the call thank you appreciate your time okay hello is this james yeah yeah, James. this is James. How you doing, Rick? James, how are you, man? Good to talk to no, you. No, it's James, like James Bond. Yeah, I know. Seamus is the Good. Scottish version yeah. of that. You're a Scotsman, aren't you? Okay. Seamus is the Scottish version no, I'm Irish. Of, 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 of... It's actually that James and Jacob are the same kind of thing, you know? No. Well, I got a question. They're 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 related. If you were a Jacobite, you were. You were also uh, James. You were no. If you were a Jacobite, you were in favor of James being the king. Ah, that's irrelevant. All right, go ahead. (laughs) What's happening, James? All right, so I've got a uh, I got a trainee. She is a gorgeous. Young lady in her mid to late twenties. Mm-hmm. She looks like a St. Pauli's girl, right? Uh, but she is a type one diabetic, a brittle diabetic, right? So I just wanted to ask you guys. I've done a little research on your website, but I wanted to see kind of what are some general principles and guidelines for training in a type one. Uh, and uh, also, has she got a? If there's any uh, part of does yeah well you realize that chase lindley's a type one diabetic don't you i do so it's not necessarily a problem at all well that's kind of that's part two of my question is you know if you've got a type one diabetic what how can you sort of how could she position herself to turn what would otherwise be a disadvantage into an advantage you know oh. without you know risking any trouble of course all right i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you an ugly an ugly thing right here <clears throat> do you know what okay. the most anabolic hormone in the human body is 
Uh, I do not. Is it insulin? It happens to be insulin. Happens to be insulin. Well. And she has I'm access listening. to the most anabolic hormone in the human body. Now, about 30 years ago, bodybuilders figured this out. All right. And uh, there was a guy named Tim Belknap, who was a was a type 1 diabetic. And uh, he figured out how to use his insulin and when to use his insulin and what to how to how to maximize the effect of of the of insulin for his recovery and what you know the the story that went around was that what you do and uh, you know this wasn't talked about very much certainly not in the magazines but it, what what you do is is you after you get through training you you mix up a glucose drink of about 150 grams of glucose and about 75, 80, 100 grams of whey protein. And you drink it along with your insulin shot. And what this did was had the remarkable effect of shoving a bunch of glycogen and protein into your muscles. And it was terribly, terribly effective for making guys great big. Making guys big. And uh, it, well, it's something gonna, you have to learn how to do. She's used to manipulating her hormone, her, her insulin. And if she pays careful yeah. attention to her diet and her insulin, she's actually got a pretty decent advantage here. You know? Well, that's what I figured. I mean, she's uh, she's positioned real well. She had any trouble recently or not? Well, so she's heading into her fifth week of NLP. She's doing real good. Mm-hmm. But what we're noticing now is about an hour or two after her lifts in the evening, she gets a pretty big crash. She's a brittle diabetic, so she'll go from having, I forget what the unit measurement is, but her blood sugar will go from like 150 on her pump and drop down to like 40 real quick. Well, she hadn't so eaten enough carbs. Kind of, She's going to have to pay closer attention. Well, to that's her what carb intake. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're figuring out yeah. quick. Yeah, but she's going to have to have to keep some carbs laying around. You know. Uh, yeah, I keep using, you know, honey, for example, honey and peanut butter. Honey and peanut butter's fine, but I mean, you know, if I was going to eat carbs, I think I'd eat prunes. I just love prunes. Del Gadillo's looking at me like I'm No, there's nothing wrong with prunes. I I love them. God, they smell good, and they're wonderful, and they make you doo-doo, and and the whole, it's just a wonderful little slam of carbs you know you don't have to cook them pull them out of the of bag all the delicious up, well, they're delicious things in the world prunes prunes you don't like prunes the pr- prunes are fine <laughs> i've never they're met fine. anybody get excited about prunes, prunes are fine never... <laughs> they're just fine now he's insulted you're, you're the first person i've ever seen excited about prunes 
I love a little jarring, man. <laughs> there was so much better than raisins. God almighty. Raisins are shitty compared to prunes. Or dried apricots. Now, those are good. Yeah, you don't like those either, do you? Uh, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, dates. I'll eat the shit out of some dates. Dates are good. Yeah. You know, those kind of things. <laughs> See, if she can keep little handy, little easy to measure, easy to measure, easy to eat, sources of carbs around, and she'll be able to tell when she needs to do some of this. And she needs to start doing that. She doesn't. You don't need her to crash. And the reason, if for no other reason, the reason she doesn't need to crash is she does not need to spend any time at all in a low glycogen situation in her muscles. That's that's a that's time that she's not going to get back that could be used for recovery from the training. So. Uh, Talk to her about that. Will do. All right. Don't forget the prunes. Did that help? Yeah. Any right. other? Any other last minute? Yeah. Any other? Any other tips uh, besides what we covered for a type one? No, I, there's not really anything other than than dietary manipulation and pay attention to the insulin and stuff that that she needs to do. She she's okay. been doing this a long time. She knows what to do. But what she's not familiar with yeah. is the fact that the training is going to deplete glycogen and blood sugar, and it's got to be compensated for. Yeah, as the it's it and be. as the weight's been going up every week, now we're starting to get into it. So. Right, she's finally getting to where she's taxing yeah. herself, and this has got to be paid attention to. All right, she needs to be. Uh, she she's aware of the fact that it's making her crash. She should not let that happen. She should not let it happen. Anticipate it. Eat something before it occurs so that it doesn't occur. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. We, we did that for the first time last night, so we're on the right track. Thanks for the guidance. Good. All right, man. See you. Thanks for the call. Take it easy. Right. Sounds like a hideous eyesore of a woman, doesn't it? <laughs> he made it pretty clear at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Rough having to be around. Just being around somebody that ugly has yeah. got to be. It's, ta it's, it's, be it's taxing. Real bad. Yeah, it's taxing. Well, you know, it's part of being a, being a coach. Yeah, I guess you know, so. Dealing with. <clears throat> ugly people. Ugly people. Human alligators. You know. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Eric, are you there? Yes, man. How's it going, Rip? Eric, my man, how are you? Good, good. Uh, quick question for you. So I'm, uh, I'm a big dude. I'm 5'6", uh, 200 pounds. 5'6", uh, 200. So my lifts, yeah, my lifts are going up nice and as, uh, as predicted. Uh, this is my second shot at LP. Mm -hmm. um, and so my, my question is, should I be trying to be gaining a bit of weight? I was thinking of going up to 220, uh, but again, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to what do it. What are your lifts? Uh, uh, deadlift 300, uh, squat 220, uh, 255, press is 225, bench press is weak at 140. You're pressing 80 pounds more than you're benching? 
Did I say two? Oh, sorry, one twenty-five for the press. Sorry. Oh, one twenty-five for the press. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. I'm going to say that's one hell of a print. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I don't think you need to start uh, driving your body weight up right now. And five six two hundred. Uh, you know, I was thinking you were going to. How long have you been training? Five weeks. No, you're not. You're not in a body weight in a weight gain situation yet. That body weight will you get will be in about a year. Yeah, that, you know that body weight will get him to 200, 300, 400, 500. easily. Yeah, easily you'll be oh, good, deadlifting. Good you'll be doing a five hundred deadlift at your body weight right now. Before it's all over with, you're just going to slowly recompose, and uh, yeah, you'll be. Uh, you probably be four fifty deadlift 500 450 squat 500 deadlift probably 300 okay so my minutes. first you know my first round of uh, of lp uh so i did crossfit for three years before that and um so my the more the more the more i uh squatted was two, 255 for one thing one one rep mm-hmm. then i do an lp uh four weeks in i was doing 265 for three sets of five yes which is great yes and what um, did you discover about crossfit uh it doesn't work it's not a strength program no it's not it, it works just fine for for abs but it's not a strength program and no, uh, and uh yeah i wish they would stop saying that because that's just not the case that's just not the case right on so uh Okay, well, uh, <clears throat> I appreciate your time. Yeah, uh, I would just hang on to your body weight right now, and uh, and there'll be there'll be a time when your when your body fat gets down to around oh fifteen sixteen percent where you can stand to start gaining some more body weight. But I would I wouldn't do it now. Perfect. Your numbers don't justify right a bunch of extra, a bunch of caloric surplus right now. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for your knowledge and okay. uh, appreciate the good work. Keep All right, man. Thanks for the call. It's disappointing. The haters, they're not going to like that. No. You're supposed to tell everybody to gain weight and get fat. Yeah. <laughs> but the haters, you know, they're poor, simple little things. They just. All right. All right. All righty. Let's make this Hello. the last one. Hello. Hey, you're the hey, last caller of the day, man. Isn't that neat? Awesome. What's your awesome. name? Hey, I called last called. I was the guy that's trying to get into swimming. What, last what's your time name? Called. Jose Garcia. Jose Garcia. Yeah, I remember talking yeah. to Jose. Yeah, I, I didn't go swimming. Okay, so that's okay. Hey, uh, question. <laughs> Is this for... <laughs> This is more along the some philosophical question here, okay? All right. Fifty-one years old. What's the benefit of pulling three three plates off the ground on a deadlift versus chasing four plates? I mean, yeah, you're a little bit stronger, but as you go up in age, I feel like the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Versus, let me I think like the the risk of getting injured by adding more weight to the bar increases, and you're not really getting that much benefit. Uh, how old are you? 51. 5'1. 5'1. 51. 
That's not particularly yeah. old. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, I'm just wondering, or let's say, what's the benefit of going from three plates to four well, plates? But let's let's finish our demography here. What is your 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 fifty one? How tall are you? Five nine. And what do you weigh? Two 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 thirteen. Two thirteen. Five nine. Two thirteen. Well, that's about right. You know. Uh, I don't know. Are, are you sure three fifteen is all you can pull right now? I'm at two ninety five. I'm stuck in there for a month now. Just uh, I've been trying. I'm doing the NLP and uh, and I've been yeah. going back and forth. On the, well, just five so. pounds of workout. See where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Why would you want yeah. to be less strong instead of more strong? You know, I definitely want to be more strong. I, I'm just saying that strong is that number. Strength is the number. That's all strength is, is a number. And a bigger number is stronger than a smaller number. Hmm. You're saying, though, what is the relative benefit to pulling 405 versus 315? And I'm telling you, 405 means you're stronger. Yeah. I don't know. I realize that much. If you do it correctly, there's, you know, I mean, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantees, obviously. There's no guarantees, obviously, but you're not in any danger of getting hurt worse at 405 than you are at 315. You know, we're not talking about seven and a quarter. We're we're just talking about four plates on the bar. That's nothing. Yeah. Four plates on the bar is not a big deadlift. Feels like a lot, actually. <laughs> it sounds like it to you because you hadn't done it yet. But when you get to the four oh five, what you're going to say is, is, you know that that was exactly the same hard as three fifteen used to be. That's yeah, what you're right. That's right. what you're going to say, and to arbitrarily shut your progress down because you think that, God, no, I'm supposed to get hurt now, because that's what you're thinking. Is that's well, I was thinking, what's the harm in my my rationale was what's the harm in maybe once a week you you pull in your 315 or three plates, you're done with that, and you go on with life doing whatever else you're going to do on your workout. But you're not going to get any weaker, but you're also getting stronger. What he's trying to say is he feels he's strong enough. Yeah, there's no there's no harm in it. It's just it's just what you want in the it's just what you want out of it. I can't tell you that you know. Yeah, you'll you'll be your your current strength level is not enough for you. It may be if it is, quit. You know, just come in and and hit those weights once a week, do maintenance and and go on. I mean, most of us that have gotten through uh, a lengthy process of of making ourselves strong with barbells just kind of like it, you know. We just kind of like lifting. Oh, I like it too. I, I don't. The, I don't feel normal if I'm not lifting. I don't. The truth is too yeah. that you're uh, almost any anybody getting to a 315 pound deadlift. Um, you haven't even gotten started in terms of uh, changing what you look like and how you perform. You're mm-hmm. you're you're operating at a baseline level of strength. So if yeah, 315. That's a girl's deadlift. I mean, we've got women at the gym deadlifting. Oh, yeah, no, you, I know you think it's funny, but that's not. That's the case. So we got deadlift. We have women pulling 315. I have a 60 year old woman pulling 375. Yeah, you know, we've just got, we've got, uh, we've got women that strong. 315 is not 
a decision for you. If you get to now, yeah. if you get up to four oh five, and then you get to four fifty five, I could see maybe having a discussion with yourself about whether you wanted to go on up to four ninety five five hundred or not. But three fifteen, you're just getting started, man. This is nothing. Okay. Okay. That's right. not a deadlift. That's, that's, that's not yeah. a deadlift. I could do 315 cold, and I'm about as crippled yeah. as you can get, you know? Yeah. yeah it's just it, not a big – that's not a big number. If the reason you're lifting weights is yeah. to uh, be stronger, to look better, uh, that that happens on the other side of 350 for you. It's not, yes. it's not at 315. 315, you right. probably look about the same as when you started, honestly. Um, pretty much yeah yeah so the point is if if the goal here is to is to perform better none of that's happening at the strength level that you're at right now you're just right. you're just at a baseline right and, you, now. and you also have to think 10 years 20 years from now when you're 60 and 70 are you going to look back and go man i just got too strong i just got too strong yeah, yeah you're right that's not what that's not what happens your traps yeah. do not get big your traps don't look like you're a lifter until you're up toward 500 pounds on the bar. Oh, man, come on. No. It's I'm, true. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, you, yeah. you, you're asking me, I'm telling you. All right. Yeah. If you want big traps, you want to look like you're a lifter, you got to lift enough weight to make the goddamn things need to be bigger. And uh, that's, that happens up above 400 pounds. Fair enough. All right. Appreciate the, uh, the candor. Thank you. All right, man. Talk to you. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Again, this is not the podcast to call in and go, do I just stop at 315? No, we're not going to tell no, you that. No. We're not going to tell not gonna you work. that. It's not going to work. We are not going to tell you that average is okay. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, average is average, and who's not already average? You I know. think the last time he called, he got an answer he didn't like either. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day he'll call. Yeah, well, <laughs> that answer is actual legitimate question. Oh, it's a fine question. He just this is not the answer he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, another good call-in show today. Nice guys. Decent questions. Probably some questions that were on everybody else's mind that's watching. And we're always happy to be able to <laughs> You're very help you guys <laughs> with your questions about barbell strength training and all the associated, associated things that are necessary for you to not be a pussy. Okay? Anybody else? Got anything else you want to do? No. No. Russell, you're... I'm good. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, we do these about once a month. We'll uh, here in a little while. Uh, we will announce you know, three or four days in advance that we're going to do a call-in show, and you make your plans to be with us then on Starting Strength Radio.